Okay, everybody, Guru and the Wiz are back for some more NFL draft talk as we preview the needs for individual teams for the upcoming draft, which is a week from today. Uh, we are on to the AFC South and the Houston Texans who have done everything that we could imagine that would be questionable in nature. They are the first team that we're going to discuss here. They're just coming off of, of a trade in, in, in where they acquired uh, Brandon Cooks and certainly we're a little nervous about the health of that player. He he suffered multiple concussions last year, but they traded the 57th pick in the draft and this is a team without a lot of draft picks once again uh, in a draft that is pretty thick and a team that needs help everywhere. Wiz, how are you? And um, what do you have to say about those Houston Texans? Yeah, the Texans. Um, I'm not sure what Bill O'Brien's doing there, quite frankly. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't like the trade. They they have they only have seven picks. They need help in in many different areas. Uh, they certainly want to address the wide receiver position at some point. I mean, I know they got cooks, but still you're not going to make up for the production from, from losing Hopkins. So they want to address it. The problem is they need help on both sides of the line of scrimmage, offensive line, defensive line. They could certainly use a, a, you know, a, a pass rusher now with, um, you know, some of these guys that have left and are aging and, JJ Watt, you're not quite, you know, sure about making it through a, a full season. So I, I, I don't like the Texans. I, I think they're a, a fragile state uh, in a lot of areas uh, between the quarterback and coach coming into the season. Um, so they need a lot of help. They only have seven picks. I'm not quite sure what they've done in this offseason to make it such a mess of this. But I, I like and prefer other teams in this division uh, going forward. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be, I think, a, a difficult time going forward for the Texans. But in terms of their picks, I think, you know, their, their first few picks are going to be on both sides of the line of scrimmage, O-line and D-line. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't like particularly care for the way the coach calls, calls plays on offense. I think this is a team that really – underwhelmed in terms of its talent last year on the offensive side of the ball. I, I scratch my head and scream and yell at the television every time I look at Bill O'Brien. And then you add to the fact he's masquerading as a GM on top of it. Ooh, scary combination. So nothing good to say about them, but I am excited about the next team in the division, and that is the Indianapolis Colts, because I think that team has a very, very good foundation. They made an interesting move in a one-year contract uh, uniting uh Philip Rivers and, and Frank Reich again uh, as, as offensive cohorts. Um, you know, they made a big trade in bringing, uh, in, in bringing DeForest Buckner to this team, so they traded away uh, their first-round pick to bring him aboard. Um, so I think that's a huge deal. And, uh, you know, they do have the 34th, 44th pick in the draft uh, in addition to that, and then they have a third, fourth, a fifth, and two sixes. So they can do a lot. There's probably some need to bolster the depth at wide receiver on this team. I think they could potentially look down down the road somewhere at, at, at a future quarterback, even though they do have Brissett signed behind Rivers. Uh, Wiz, what are you thinking on the Colts? So I love the trade that the Colts made with the 49ers. Very rarely do you make a trade where you love it for both teams. I, I love that trade for both teams. The, 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 the Colts 
we're not going to get a defensive player of Buckner's ability with that pick. And the 49ers clearly traded from this rank. So I love that pick for both teams. Yeah, as you mentioned, um, they have seven picks in this draft. They could be using, you know, a few of them on those offensive positions, quarterback, tight end, wide receiver. The, 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 you know, the Colts have some young wide receivers that, you know, have been injured and not really, you know, gotten their footing yet. So they will take another one, and it's a good draft to, to take a stab on a wide receiver with a lot of depth and a lot of quality depth. So they they will address that. I believe they will take a tight end later. There's not much out there, I don't believe. Uh, so they'll, 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 they'll take one. And, yeah, I think – I think uh, the quarterback situation is interesting, right? So they gave Rivers $25 million to be the quarterback this year. I think they're certainly looking at, you know, this year to see what they could do. They have high expectations, as they should, considering how good their offensive line is. But they could address the quarterback. And if, uh, if the right one falls into their lap, um, you know, that that's kind of who I see them taking with their first couple of picks. Um, wide receiver, quarterback, and I, I guess the way they'll work it is um, the best one is that's available or if a wide receiver or a quarterback that they do not think would be available when they're picking with their first pick because they don't have a first-round pick, um, that, that's who they'll go with. But kind of that, that's how it, that's how it's going to go. They're going to address the quarterback in this draft. Um, and I think it's a good situation to draft a young quarterback, let him sit and watch Rivers play for a year. Um, and wide receiver, they won't have any problem doing that. And then, and then they'll kind of take it from there. Yep. Okay. So the Jaguars are a really strange franchise right now. You know, you're talking about a team that's going to be playing two home games next year in London. They have a fairly inexperienced GM in Dave Caldwell. They have a coach that was on the fence last year, but that was brought back. Uh, you've got players on the roster currently that don't want to play there. They want to play for uh, a winning franchise like a guy like Ngakwe. But they are draft pick rich. They have 12 picks in this draft, including number nine and number 20. Um, we talked about teams that don't have a lot of picks in this draft. The Jaguars are the opposite of that. Uh, this is a defense that needs to be rebuilt. Uh, I know, I know, Wiz, you're not sold on, on, on Minshew being the, the face of this organization. You know, you've also talked about a potential trade and, and, th- and their pick potentially being one of the more interesting ones. What do you have to say about the Jaguars in this draft? So the Jags, I, I see it one of two ways for the Jags. And, I, and in my opinion, I only see it one of two plays, one of two ways. Either the Jags make a trade, potentially 9-20, and 20, move up and get Tua or Herbert, either one of those guys, if they absolutely love one of those quarterbacks. If not, with their 12 picks, I am going to say that eight or nine are going to be on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, They need help everywhere in defense, trades, disgruntled players, players that have left, players that are franchise-tended, that don't want to be there, as you mentioned. So they're either going to Try and do something. They certainly have the equity to make a trade up uh, with one of those teams kind of picking in the first 
five or six spots if they loved one of those quarterbacks. If they want to go to Minshew for another year, then I believe their draft picks are going to be laden up and down the line with defensive players. And I just see it being one of those two ways. I think with all the help the Jags need on defense and as rich as the wide receiver position is, I think it really is not a good pick. And I've seen this often where in a lot of mock drafts by a lot of people where they got the Jags taking a wide receiver with the ninth pick, that does not make sense to me. You know, they, they have to address so many things on the defensive side of the football. And then with so much depth and quality depth at wide receiver, don't don't take that player when you have somebody kind of of equal ability there at 20 or other players that are good in other rounds. So a lot of defense, in my view, or a trade-up to get a quarterback. That's how, how I see the, the Jag draft going. Yeah, and I think you make an interesting point. So this is the deepest wide receiver position as we've seen in a long time in an NFL draft, so they'll have their opportunity to grab someone somewhere along the way. But that defense is something that really took this team – to one series away from going to the Super Bowl two years ago, which is amazing to to say at this point in time. Obviously, Tom Coughlin is now gone. Uh, it's really hard, you know, to Ngakwe's point, it's hard to build, you know, this place, It's hard, you're trying to build a winning franchise. It's really hard to do it in, in the setup that they have. Uh, but they get the opportunity here in this draft to at least attempt to do that. So I, I wish them well, but I couldn't agree more with you on, on, on where their focus will in fact be. Uh, and we'll wrap up the division with the Tennessee Titans. They won the division last year. They managed to get their top two players re-signed in, in Tannehill and, of course, Derrick Henry, who finished the season on a historic run um, in terms of what he did in offensive output. Uh, but, you know, they've, they've lost offensive linemen. They've lost some secondary guys. Uh, to me, that's where this draft is going to go for them. They, they don't have a tremendous amount of, of draft picks here. They, they, they have a bunch of picks in the seventh round, and then they have a first, a second, a third, and a fifth rounder. Uh, and they're picking late in each round, obviously, because of their, um, their, their strong season. So I see this team addressing uh, a combination of offensive line, defensive line, and cornerback to start. Uh, do you see it differently, Wiz? Yeah, so the Titans have six picks. And let's just let's just talk about what the Titans want to do. The, the Titans want to control the ball on the ground. They want to have time of possession. They want to control both lines, uh, you know, both sides of the line of scrimmage. So they want another beast up there to help them run the ball. They'll certainly dress that offensive line. They need some patchwork on the defensive line. They'll address that as well. And then I'm not so sure about secondary help. After that, as the third thing, I think they kind of want to get a complimentary guy to Henry in this draft. Um, so I think that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah well, they lost, lost uh, Dan Lewis, right? So, yeah. Good, yeah, so good. With, Lou, with Lewis gone, I think that they will, in this draft, uh, take a, uh, a complimentary guy. Uh, they, they, they just can't keep running Henry into the ground giving him so many times. They got to give at least 
another guy that can get in there, uh, show a little diversity, catch the ball uh, as well. You know, something that Henry doesn't do great. He's okay at it. But I, I think, you know, both sides of the line of scrimmage and then get somebody else in that there in the backfield to help Henry out. And it's a good draft, you know, to, to reach in late. A lot of good those, there are a lot of those type of running backs available in this draft. So that's how I see it for the Titans. Both, lines of the, both sides of the line of scrimmage and then uh, a running back to give Henry a little diversity and a little help there. All right. Fantastic. So moving right along and uh, certainly enjoying this, this uh, discussion, we're going to go off to the AFC West and start off with the Broncos, who I'm actually a little bit excited for them for this draft. They get six picks in the first 118 um, selections, uh, including the what is it? They have the 15th pick in the draft, and um, you know I think they get an opportunity with this is a young roster. Yes, they did sign Melvin Gordon. Uh, they still have guys like Von Miller on defense, but it's a, it's a young roster at skill positions. Guys like Noah Font and and, um, and their quarterback. Uh, so is this a draft? Wiz, where you can see them, you know, adding some help to bolster the offense. Sutton was a very good player last year, but maybe an exciting wide receiver in their future, and and maybe to continue to bolster uh, both of their lines on, on on offense and defense. How are you seeing the Broncos for the coming draft? Yeah, I so I like a lot of things for the Broncos in this draft. Uh, one, I like that they have eleven picks, and I kind of like how I think they're going to attack the draft. Um, you know, when you have a young quarterback, you, you want to get him playmakers and you want to be able to protect him. And I think those are going to be their first two pieces of agenda in this in this draft. Wide receiver, as we mentioned, they'll be able to get a real dynamic one uh, with their first pick. You know, if they didn't take one with their first pick, they'd be able to get also a good one um, with their with their second pick. So I'm looking at the Broncos, those two positions, and they'll kind of like match up a which wide receiver versus which uh, lineman's available. Certainly similar to Cleveland, you know, an offensive tackle, um, you always want to, 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 if you have a chance to grab a good offensive tackle when you have a young quarterback, uh, that, that's, you know, you can't even measure how, how important that is. So let me so ask I you this. Uh, if, 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 if one of those top tackles somehow gets down to 15, chance they go tackle first, you think? Yeah, as I said, I think that's exactly how they're going to match it up. They're going to look at the best offensive tackles on the board versus the best wide receivers on the board and see which one has more separation than the other players at his position and just uh, make that pick. As I mentioned with a few teams, I'll be shocked if the first pick by Denver is not a wide receiver or an offensive tackle, and then the opposite, and then they'll make the other position their second pick. So that's how uh, it'll go. And they'll, I'm sure they'll pick other offensive linemen and another wide receiver in the draft. But I I think their first two picks will be tackle wide receiver go from there. And uh, I think that's, that's the blueprint when you have a a young quarterback. So I think that's how they're going to do it. Yeah. I owe my buddy, Brian Gates, a call. Uh, He's uh, a a, a good golf buddy of mine and he's a huge, huge Denver Bronco fan. So I I need to talk. uh, I need to talk to him about what he's looking for. I always like to get the opinions of those fervent fans. 
Um, and speaking of fervent fans, you and I, uh, big fans of Mr. Patrick Mahomes, who's on the cusp of a big contract. Uh, the defending Super Bowl champion KC Chiefs uh, are back uh, in action with just five picks in this draft and one each in the first five rounds, and they'll be all of them will be at the back end of the rounds. And the good part about the Chiefs is they are skill set positions are, are pretty much established. They, they've got that all taken care of, at least on the offensive side. So for me, they will try to do the best they can at trying to continue to protect Patrick Mahomes. So if there's a good lineman or uh, a round, I think they could end up taking him in the, in the draft for some depth. And I see them addressing that secondary still. Uh, Wiz, what, what are you thinking about for the Chiefs uh, this time around? Yeah, so the Chiefs have the Chiefs have five only five picks in this draft, and that's not good. But you know, there's a lot of great things about having Patrick Mahomes. One is the obvious when you know he's on the field, he he makes the uh, the opposing team really really sweat, and he's going to put up a lot of points. The other thing he does is kind of make your draft a little bit easy when it comes to strategies. Um, I think having some some of the best skilled players in all of football. I think Kansas City, I think Kansas City's five picks, quite frankly, will be, uh, they're going to draft a cornerback. They're going to draft a linebacker. They're going to draft an offensive lineman, as you said, to protect Mahomes. I think they'll take another defensive player, but one of those five picks will be an Andy Reid special. He pulls it off every draft. Uh, I'm not sure with what pick, but you could rest assured that one of the five Kansas City picks in this draft will be a running back, a wide receiver that he has a view on, a strong opinion on, and uh, and I think you know kind of could name what Kansas City is going to do: well, linebacker, cornerback, one offensive lineman, another defensive player, and then like I said, one of the Andy Reid specials at either wide receiver or running back, and. Uh, I think it'll be uh, fun to see what they do there. Yeah, the, the, the toy aspect of Andy Reid is funny. And there's, and there's a few guys that fall into that in this draft, which we'll talk about when we do our, our, our player uh, preview. But, uh, yeah, I've got a few players in mind who I, I, I'd be thinking about as nice toys, nice new toys for Andy Reid. Um, okay, so uh, Mike Mayock and John Gruden with the – Las Vegas Raiders, I did say it correctly. Uh, there's a chance, by the way, they might not play games in that stadium to start because of uh, construction issues, so that's a whole other story. But anyway, Mayock, I thought, did a great job last year in the draft. They added a ton of guys on defense and free agency, uh, and one of those teams that has two first-round picks again, and then they have th- three more picks coming in at, uh, I think it's 80, 81, and, and 91, so no, no second-round pick for them. Uh you know, for me, I've talked about it a while. This seems to be very obvious that they're going for a wide receiver with that 12th pick. Uh, and I think they'll continue to build up uh, on defense, uh, maybe with the second pick. And maybe some offensive help because it's a very deep draft where they uh, continue to add other other pieces at receiver. I don't think defense is a place that this team looks. They may add late in, in this draft a running back to help out a little bit for Josh Jacobs. How are you seeing uh, the, the Las Vegas Raiders draft, uh, Wiz? Yeah, five picks in the first 91. That's probably next to the Dolphins as good as it gets for this type of draft. They only have seven picks, but unlike the Patriots who have a lot of picks, you know, the Raiders don't nearly have as many, but they have five in the first 91, and they could do some damage there. 
Um, I think I think the Raiders and Gruden and Mayock are sitting with that, you know, their their their, their first pick, and they have a receiver in mind. Um, it's going to be probably one of the first, you know, two receivers taken. Uh, certainly one of the top three receivers taken in this draft, if not the number one receiver on their board. So they have they have a receiver in mind. They want. Um, they, 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 you know, it's what they want to do. They want they want to get a, a playmaking wide receiver. I think they kind of want to go with that three wide receiver set. Get Renfro in that slot where he works his his magic. Um, and and Waller is is a real freak offensively. He can do a lot of things out of that tight end spot. So they're going to draft the the wide receiver that they have number one on their board. Uh, and then and then you know after that they need. Need some help on the defensive side of the football. They're going to have to draft the cornerback. Uh, they, they, that that deal with the Eli Apple fell through, so they're going to address the cornerback position in this draft. They're going to definitely draft both sides of the line of scrimmage as well: defensive line, offensive line. They want to have a big offensive line to run Jacobs a lot as well. The Raiders. You know, if they get a really solid playmaker at with their first pick at wide receiver, they have some you know, they have some young talent that you could work with. I'm not sure that includes their current quarterback, but they they they're they're you know, they're looking good with young talent and I think that's how I see it. they have a a wide receiver that they have in mind for their first pick and then cornerback for sure, and then after that their draft will be uh defensive help defensive line and offensive line help. Okay, awesome. And we're going to wrap up the division with the L.A. Chargers. Uh, you know my exuberance last year for the Chargers coming off that uh, 12-win season. Hey, you had them in your Super Bowl pick. That one just missed. <laughs> Ooh, doctor, that was a bad one. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? They still have talent on that roster, right? Like, I mean, they really do, especially on the defensive side. Now, you know, Bosa and Melvin Ingram, I think next year, not, you know, they're both going to, their contracts are up. So they are kind of like, you know, their window is kind of closing. They, they have, they, they have, they have strong, they have a strong defense. They, they have, in my opinion, they have a championship type defense. Um, The problem is I'm not thrilled with the head coach. Um, as you know, you make decisions with their offense. I, I don't particularly like him, and I believe the Chargers are going to take uh, a quarterback with their first pick, and then they're going to do what some of these other young teams are going to do when they take a quarterback. I believe their first two picks are going to be uh, first the quarterback, and next pick is going to be offensive tackle, and then after that, they're going to be thinking about the future and realizing that. You know, both of those players, they're not going to be able to re-sign Ingram and Bosa. So I see their draft specifically as quarterback, the best offensive tackle specifically that they have on their board with their next pick, and then kind of picking some linebackers and and defensive line help for what they will feel will will be needed in future help. Yeah, and I I agree. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, we talk about the quarterback position with the Dolphins at five and the Chargers at six. And the two likely candidates that could potentially move up, depending on how much each of those teams like like a particular quarterback with with the Lions and the Redskins, which I don't think they're going to trade out. But the Lions and Giants are still candidates to potentially make a trade. So we'll see how that shakes up. 
uh, on draft night. But, uh, yeah, they, they definitely have an opportunity to add that quarterback. I'm in agreement with you on the offensive line. I could see them maybe going a different direction with that with their third pick, but they have a pretty traditional draft in that they have seven picks in the draft. So, you know, best players available after that. And I, and I think you make a great point in that they're not going to be able to sign both of those defensive players, so they better start thinking about the future uh, now. So that's that for the AFC West. So we wrap that up. It's been a lot of fun, and we'll be back with starting with the NFC East next. So thanks, everyone. Wiz, enjoy your afternoon. You too. Thanks.